This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 953. It's time to kill the elevator pitch. And who's telling your story? Both by Michael Paperno of michaelpaperno.com. And I'm Dan, your host and narrator here. And uh, thanks so much for joining me today as we have not one, but two posts for you on entrepreneurship. And they're both by Michael Paperno. In the first one, he's gonna talk about how the elevator pitch is maybe a little bit of a misnomer, maybe time to give that a new name. And in the second, Michael is gonna get into your story, how you tell it and uh, how it helps you build your brand. So let's get right to our first post now as we optimize your life. It's time to kill the elevator pitch by Michael Paperno of michaelpaperno.com. I've probably written or refined more than 200 elevator pitches over the years. You know, the short blurb that you're supposed to memorize and be ready to spew out in the time that it takes to impress a prospect during an elevator ride. The concept behind the elevator pitch makes sense. You need to be able to tell someone about your product, service, or organization quickly and clearly. And yes, you need to be prepared to do so. However, when you stop thinking about pitching and start thinking of it as sharing or educating, you can turn a dry, planned pitch into something much more useful, a conversation. Here's how to do it. Number one, think about who you help and how you help them. Then write down several short statements about how you solve their problems or make a difference. These will become what I call your library of nuggets. Some examples. I help people overcome their fear of public speaking. Or, our app helps people create secure passwords and use them conveniently on all of their devices. Be sure to include a few nuggets about why your solution is better than others. Two, when you meet a prospect, find out who they are before you tell them about yourself. This will not only make you more approachable, you're showing them that you care about who they are and what they do, it will also allow you to steer the conversation in a way where you can connect with them and start a meaningful conversation. Three, once you know who they are and what their world looks like, pull from your library of nuggets to tailor your conversation to their specific perspective and needs. And four, try to start with a question that you think they will be able to answer easily, which will let you include them in the story you're about to tell. Here's an example. Hi, I'm Thomas. What's your name? I'm Dana. Nice to meet you, Dana. What do you do? I'm in commercial banking. How about you? Well, in banking, I'm sure you know how people have so many passwords to remember these days, but they don't always use secure ones. Yes, it's a problem. I have too many passwords to remember myself. Right, and most people use the same insecure password for a lot of their accounts. That's not good, but it's impossible to keep track of multiple passwords that are secure. My company created an app that creates and keeps track of all the different passwords you need and makes it really easy to call them up when you need them. That sounds great. What's the name of the app? And here's another example that I used the other day. Hi, I'm Michael. Hi, I'm Andrew. What does your company do? Do you know anyone in marketing at your company? I'm in HR, but I talk with our marketing director, Connie, a lot. She really has a lot on her plate. Yes, solo or small marketing teams are usually stretched pretty thin. We actually work with a lot of in-house marketing directors who have some really good plans in place, but they don't have the writers, designers, and digital marketers on staff to get everything done that needs to get done. My team helps with that. Wow, I think Connie needs to talk to you. I'd love to speak with her. Some of our clients just need a really good creative team to help execute the plan that is already in place and some need our strategic guidance to guide or expand their plan. No matter what Connie's situation is, I'm sure we can find a way to help. Not every introductory conversation will be the same, and that's the point. 
An elevator pitch is written for one person, you. Real connections require more. Give them the courtesy of a conversation. Just be ready with your library of nuggets so you feel prepared to tailor the conversation for each individual. Who's Telling Your Story? by Michael Paperno of michaelpaperno.com. In business, everyone has a story to tell. In this context, I'm not talking about fairy tales or fictional stories that are simply meant to entertain. I'm talking about crafting a narrative that showcases your unique strengths, talents, and value. I've thought about this topic a lot after watching an interesting TED Talk by Carla Harris. She talks about finding people who can help you get ahead at work. And she makes some powerful points about how many people who are really good at what they do often have not put enough work into relationship building. Therefore, there's nobody else fighting for them. I'll let you watch the talk to find out what her solution is, but it made me think about a lot of brilliant, talented, and wonderful people I have known during my career who let other people control their narratives. In other words, tell their stories. Many people think of personal storytelling or even personal branding as shameless promotion. That's often because the people they've seen do it have been the types who happily talk about themselves while speaking over others in the room. It doesn't have to be like that. In fact, it shouldn't be like that at all. Think of storytelling as a guide, one that carefully leads others along the path to understanding and remembering you. Whether you're an introvert or extrovert, loud or quiet, passive or assertive, you can find a comfortable way to talk about yourself that showcases the right parts of you to the right people. Then you can build stronger connections and relationships and be remembered. In a recent episode of Dave Stachowiak's podcast, Coaching for Leaders, He interviewed leadership and entrepreneurship expert and professor Laura Huang about her new book, Edge, Turning Adversity into Advantage. On the podcast, Laura shared this wonderful visual of how we show ourselves to others. She said to think of yourself as a diamond. Every diamond has flaws and every diamond has many beautiful and different facets. There's great power in learning to show the right facets to the right people. You're not being inauthentic by doing so. It's still you, but you're tailoring the story to the audience to ensure you are guiding them in better understanding the aspects of you that matter to them. Whether you're trying to climb the corporate ladder or to sell a product or service, it's easier to influence others when your communication considers the needs of your audience and is tailored to tell them the story that they need to hear. And most importantly, make sure you're in control of your story. You just listened to the posts titled It's Time to Kill the Elevator Pitch and Who's Telling Your Story? Both by Michael Paperno of michaelpaperno.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash startup. So just go to indeed.com slash startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply.
And big thanks to Michael for letting us share his work today. He is a leadership communication coach and workplace relationships consultant. Through coaching, consulting, and group training programs, he helps professionals communicate clearly, speak and present more effectively, build and maintain positive and healthy business relationships, refine their personal brands, and lead with confidence. He also helps teams prepare to present at high-stakes meetings, and he's a skilled advisor to teams with communication problems that impact internal dynamics, relationships, and culture. So come check out more of his great articles and content at michaelpaperno.com. That's Michael, P-I-P-E-R-N-O.com. Okay, that's it for now. I thank you so much for being here today and hope you enjoyed our pair of posts from Michael. And I'll be back again with you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.